What's up, everybody? Uh, thank you for checking out the Pat Out of Hell podcast. Uh, cheers. Um, yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted to put this out because uh, I have uh, a group of shows coming up uh, this week. I, uh, today, January 26th, I'll be at Upstage uh, doing the Comedy Spotlight uh, Showcase. Uh, pretty stoked about that. I'm hosting that one. Which a bunch of a uh, bunch of good comics, great comics. Uh, it's gonna be fun. It is a Wednesday night. Uh, I know it's school night, work night, whatever have you. But it's a five dollar uh, showcase with. It's gonna be a great show. It's gonna be a great show. I guarantee it. I pretty much. Uh, I'm hosting it. Uh, I pretty much uh, booked everybody on the show. So it's pretty much a show of everybody that I want to see. That I would like to go out and see. Regardless of if it's a weekday, Wednesday night, uh, it's 8 p.m., uh, $5 uh, at Upstage. Upstage is a great uh, comedy place, uh, comedy club, comedy lounge, what have you. So, yeah, that's going to be tonight, uh, Wednesday, January 26th. And then on the 28th, I will be uh, hosting again at the Blind Tiger Comedy Club. Uh, that's going to be for the Stripes uh, Tiger Showcase. That's uh, also uh, 10 p.m. Uh, that's going to be $5 uh, cash at the door, or you could Venmo. We'll have the Venmo information at the door uh, when you show up. Uh, but $5 cash. We will, we will be recording that night, so we need uh, some awesome audience members that have uh, positive vibes and great laughs, uh, to help support, uh, our recording, you know, when we put clips or tapes together to like send out for promoters or anything like that, uh, it's also, it's also good to show that the crowd was having a good time, you know, so we want to get that out. We'll be recording there, uh, at the blind tiger, uh, that's a 10 PM show on the 28th. And then on the 30th, I will be back at, uh, upstage, uh, for the Comedy Heads uh, Showcase uh, this Sunday, the 30th. Uh, that's also at 8 p.m. Uh, so, yeah, I just I really wanted to put this together, make sure I got it out in time uh, to promote uh, what I got going on this week. I'm pretty stoked. Uh, my calendar is, is uh, filling up uh, little by little, you know, so I feel good about that, feel positive about that. Uh, so, yeah, coming out to the show, uh, you got three opportunities to catch me this week or this weekend. Um, so, yeah, it'll be good to see some of y'all out there and uh, we'll be having a lot of fun putting together these showcases, doing extended sets. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to be good, man. Um, so I finally uh, went to a, uh, a doctor. And it was so hard, man. I was I was giving up any chance I could. You know, it's so hard to find a doctor. You know, uh, 
like I was going through my my insurance website and they were like, this doctor's available and we'll take a new patients. And then I would call and they would say, we're not accepting new patients. I was like, damn, dude, I rejected. I don't even want to be there and you're fucking rejecting me, you know. And I made several phone calls and everybody that said that they were taking new patients, were taking new patients. And I was like, well, then fuck it, dude. I won't even fucking go then. I don't even want to go to the doctor. But uh, I finally went, finally made an appointment, and <laughs> finally uh, saw the doctor. And what what's funny is that like I was trying to work out a bit where like uh, there's like a dating app sort of thing to find a doctor, uh, like a Tinder but for doctors, uh, doctor uh, dating app or whatever. So uh, the doctor that I went to, it's it's what's funny or what's weird or what's interesting, I guess, is that they have their picture um, on the building, on the side of the building, right? So when I go and the doctor finally walks in and she's like, hi, I'm Dr. So-and-so. And I was like, man, you, you don't look anything like your picture. Like, I feel like she fucking catfished me, which would have been funny if I found her on one of those doctor dating sites apps, doctors dating sites apps. Um, and I was, I was nervous because the technicians that were like, were doing the intake stuff, uh, they had, uh, they kept doing my blood pressure, you know, like they're like, Oh, I don't know. The numbers are kind of off. You know, can you, do you mind sitting more still? I was like, I ain't fucking moving, dude. <laughs> I was like, uh, I, I am, um, I'm starving. You know, I didn't go in. I mean, I, I didn't eat before I went in, uh, in case I had to take blood, and I was like, I'm really not stoked to be here. So I don't know if that has anything to do with my my blood pressure being whatever it is. And uh, so they took it three or four times. And then just like, all right, we'll just write, write it down, you know. And then they asked all the questions, you know. And uh, so finally the doctor comes in and she's like, nice to meet you. She's so, she's, she's so, so sweet, you know, and, which was nice, you know, because I was nervous and it was like it, finding the, finding the right uh, primary care doctor. It's kind of like dating. We're still trying to figure it out, you know. Um, here to impress you, I showered. Uh, you know, uh, it's also very vulnerable. You know, she has all my information. She just had somebody take blood for me. It's like, whoa, this is like a second marriage, and uh, so she was going through my stuff, and she's. She's like, did uh, did the technician say anything about your blood pressure? I was like, yeah, he said something, you know. And she's like, well, your numbers look generous. And I was like, wow, generous, that's good, right? And she's like, well. And so I was like, I usually thought generous was good, was a positive thing. You know, I have generous numbers. And then she's like, yeah, your weight's kind of generous too. I was like, oh, now I know what generous means. I know what generous means. I get it now. You know, uh, 270.6, uh, which is about a hundred pounds over my, my, uh, where I'm supposed to be, where the, the medical books say I'm supposed to be for somebody who's 5'11", I'm supposed to weigh, uh, 175, get the fuck out of here. That shit ain't happening. <laughs> uh, I think the best I've weighed in my adult life was, uh, I got to 200 when I was doing the keto diet, but that sucks. Um, so 
I'm actually I was actually pretty impressed because I thought I was like closer to 300 than I was than I than I actually am I guess. Not that 270 is a good uh, weight for me, uh, but it, I, I thought it was gonna be worse. I was like 85, 90, 300. Bring it. But uh, but no, she said my numbers are generous and my weight is generous, so I no longer think of the word generous. As a positive thing. Thanks, doctor. Um, but I don't know. I got to go back to see the results of the blood work and all that stuff. To see how that's, uh, what my next step is. Uh, she did put me on meds and I was like a little worried about like pills. You know, I'm always worried about like, taking pills. And she's like, uh, don't worry, it's it's a little old lady dose. And I was like... A little old lady, though. So what? It, what it's, what's going on with me? <laughs> you know, am I an old lady? Um. But uh, but yeah, dude. Ah, uh, I don't know what else is going on. I'm I'm feeling a little bit weird. I'm feeling a bit down today. I was uh trying to be a wild kid like I was, and I went to the bar. Uh, and they had a deal. They had a six dollar uh Jaeger Jaeger shot and uh Lone Star for six bucks, which was great and they were very generous <laughs> with the poor. <laughs> so uh it was a good deal. And I like good deals. So I uh I woke up this morning feeling like I drank Jaeger and Lone Star the night before. So I'm a little bit sluggish, so I'm trying to get back into my groove of things. You know. But uh oh, I did start a uh a new podcast uh on the Baba Cole Core Podcast Network with my homie Brendan Potter. Uh and we've been oh man, we've been trying so for so long to come up with a theme for a podcast. We had like a couple of things uh in the works and I was like dude let's just fucking let's just fuck themes fuck topics that we'll just sit down and we'll fucking chop it up chew the fat sit down dude and uh so that's the new podcast sit down dude uh with me and Brendan Potter um hopefully that works out man uh he's one of my best friends uh in comedy uh we pretty much we kind of started at the same time and uh yeah dude He's, he's he's one of my favorites uh so it's cool to have a podcast with him uh you should check that out sit down dude uh check out brendan potter he also has his own podcast uh right jokes wrong times Ugh. and uh i'm also currently currently in the work uh to put together my own show at the blind tiger comedy club which i'm pretty stoked about um it's going to be a storytelling show or I'm going to ask people to come out and share, uh, you know, bad stories, you know, uh, that are funny to you now, but at the time they weren't that funny, you know, but like, you know how that is, uh, tragedy plus time equals a storytelling show at the blind tiger. Haven't figured out what I'm going to call it yet. Uh, I don't want to give out some, some of the names that I've been bouncing around. I've asked people to help me out with naming shows and, uh, Naming things is tough, dude. Naming things is tough. 
because I want it to have like a sort of flair to it. I don't just want to call it like, you know, uh, storytelling hour at the Blind Tiger. Um, I want it to have like some kind of, some type of thing that on name alone would have some type of draw or some type of interest, would peak interest with the name by itself. Um, but yeah, dude, I don't know if I'm going to start that up in February. Um, I got to get the details together. I got to get the format together. I got to get the name together. And I got to start uh, asking people if they want to do the show. But I'm sorry about that, man. I love the Blind Tiger. The Blind Tiger has done great things for me. Uh, it's, it's where I've learned a lot about uh, myself and doing comedy. And I know that sounds cliche and all that stuff. But uh, it's the fucking truth. You know, and uh, yeah, the people there are some of my favorite comics, my favorite local comics. And, and we have people from all over come by and, and do time in that room or just come hang out, you know, and uh, it's a fucking great place. And I'm stoked that uh, they offer me to do a monthly show there. Uh, so hopefully I have more details about that when everything's like confirmed and, and finalized and all that good stuff. But uh but yeah, dude, uh, one of my all-time favorite bands for the longest time since early 2000s, 2002 or something like that, uh, 2003, doesn't matter, early 2000s, one of my all-time favorite bands uh, that I found uh, was uh, Every Time I Die. I don't know, man, I just I just, I just, just dug it. I dug their music, and, and they've put out like nine albums uh, in their whole span, and Every album just got better and better and better. Uh, the grooves, the riffs. Uh, it was it was fucking amazing. They were a great fucking band. Um, and they recently, they went through some drama. Some drama that they put out online. Which kind of bummed me out uh, just to see that stuff. And like, but sometimes like when you see or you hear of a band that breaks up. And like they're very hush-hush about it. And you always wonder like what happened? Why do they call it quits? You know? Uh, why isn't that person in the band anymore? Uh, you know, you kind of want more. You know, we're in the we're in the like information age where like we sh everything that we want to know should be at our fingertips. Well, not everything, but like we just figure like all the details, all the news, all the gossip, all this stuff is always readily available. You know, on your phones or your computer, you know, the social medias, all that stuff. Uh, well, their breakup was completely out in the open. Uh, a bunch of the, like the he said he said kind of stuff you know there's always two sides or three sides to every story you know uh, but uh, yeah dude uh, they, they announced that they were they were breaking up uh, that they were just that they weren't continuing as uh, as every time I die and I saw them uh, in Austin uh, I believe I, I did a podcast about that when I saw them in Austin. It was a great show. It's always a great show. Always fun to see them. Um, but I knew there was something different. I knew that there was like a vibe, uh, you know, between like the, the band members that just that just wasn't the same anymore. You know, it wasn't the same anymore. And uh, it's a bit it's a bit weird and I kind of see it and uh, I kind of put my own, um, you know, history, my own uh, things that I went through with with bands or as a band or as a band member. Uh, I kind of put myself in those situations uh, and uh, I, I just I, I just knew I felt that it was going to end. 
I felt, and I even told uh, my homie Daniel that went to the show with me, that drove out to Austin to the to go to the show. I told him on the ride back, I was like, man, that's I think that's the last time I'm gonna see them. I think that's the last time I will see this band live, because uh, I I kind of knew that something wasn't right with the band, you know. When they when they announced their breakup, and I don't know why it affected me like this, but I, it fucking bummed me out. It bummed me out like like I lost a friend, you know. I would have been devastated if I did not get that one last show. You know, the one last show was a lot of fun, dude. They played all the fucking hits, uh, the best of the best of the best of all their uh, their, their discography. It's fucking good, dude. It was good. I'm so glad I got to see that. Uh, every anywhere, every time I die, I broke up. I feel like my best friend is gone. You know, I still have the music. I still have like the 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 memories, man. I had so many good shows, dude. So many good shows with so many good friends, with so many good, you know, just a good time, dude. They were a good time band. They were always reliable. And I guess that's what it is, is that they're no more, it's, it's no more of a reliable thing. I won't see them uh, live again, you know? But I kind of knew that. I kind of knew that when we left, left the Austin show. I was like, I, I don't think they're going to tour again. I don't think this band's going to make it much longer. And unfortunately, I was, I was right. So that sucks. Uh, <laughs> what a fucking downer. Uh, oh, I made stickers to give out to, uh, <laughs> what's funny is that <laughs> they fucking, I didn't pay attention to the details and I really had a fucking, uh, spinal tap type of moment <laughs> where I ordered, uh, stickers, uh, too small, smaller than I had expected. <laughs> I thought they were going to be double this size. And uh, that's that's the sticker right there. It's, it's less than a palm size. Uh, but yeah, I like to give them out to, to audience members after shows. You know. Uh, man, I had, I had a really good... Uh, I was at Jokesters two weeks ago. And uh, opening for uh, Jay Lafarre. And uh, it was for uh, Tammy Bernal's birthday birthday weekend show whatever she asked me to come and do a feature spot and uh it was a fucking great time dude friday was wild friday was wild i had a drunk heckler um that uh oh boy oh boy it could have gotten bad and what's what's funny is that um the owner booker of, of jokesters she sent out this uh not a contract, but this uh, just a kind of like a list of things that she like do's and don'ts type of thing, you know. And I don't handle hecklers well. I'm getting, I'm, I'm consciously working on getting better at that. Usually, if there's a heckler that's happening, I'll be just be like, shut the fuck up. But uh, I've done that a couple, a couple times. But I've never done that at a show. I've done that at open mics, uh, but I never at a show. But uh, she was concerned about how how I would handle the audience members. I didn't want she didn't want me to turn anybody off, and uh, man, I I didn't. You know, uh, the audience was with me. The audience hated her just as much as I did, 
which was nice. But, uh, and it, it wasn't her fault, man. Like, I, well, I'm not going to say that it wasn't her fault, but, you know, it was a Friday night. It was girls' night out, and they they were having fun drinking. But, and it's so funny, dude. Like, I, I, I did my best to not attack her, and I did my best. I mean, I didn't want to kick her out, you know, um, or ask for her to get kicked out. The audience was like, fucking kick her out. I was like, no, we're having fun. We're all friends here. We're all going to be, we're going to make it through. We're going to make it through. And uh, when I got off, when I got off stage, it, <laughs> this is so shitty of me. I was like, thank you very much, everybody. And then I was like, fuck you. <laughs> and then I fucking got off stage and I was like, I went to uh, the, the owner, Booker of uh, Jokesters. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she's like, no, you did good. <laughs> you you did good. You handled, you handled that like I would want you to, how I would like, how I like you to handle things. And I was like, good. Uh, did you see that thing at the end? Or if, maybe if you didn't see that thing at the end, but probably, but I was like, thank you everybody. Dad. Fuck you. <laughs> and then, because the, there was a group of four or five of them at this, at this one table. And so, those girls, they left her there at the table and they got up and they walked to me and they're like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about my friend. And they're like, let me buy you a shot. And I was, usually I don't drink uh, at the shows, but I don't also don't say no to free alcohol. So I was like, yeah, let's go. And uh, she kept, she bought me a shot and then, and then uh, I was outside just, you know, hanging out. And uh, she came up to me again. She's like, I'm so sorry. I was like, no, I'm good. Are you good? Is your friend good? And they're like, I don't even know her. I really don't even know her. And I was like, no, that's your friend. You you came with her. You know where you were sitting with her. Don't 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 deny her now, you know, just because she's acting up. And uh, what it, I was worried, I was worried because I was really thinking that I lost, that I lost the audience, that... Uh, you know, because it's awkward, you know, when you have a, an altercation or a heckler and if, depending on how you could handle it, you know, somebody could think like, oh, well, why, stop attacking the audience or, you know, you, you went a little bit too far with that person. You said you said the wrong things, blah, blah, blah. But in the moment, man, I mean, it's just hard to fucking gauge what's what's the right proper thing to do. What am what am I like a fucking. uh I don't know how to finish that. I was like a, a bomb, bomb squad, or with my fucking, you know, talk down the to the ledge, talk somebody off the ledge type person. No, that's not who I am. So, uh, so at the end, I was like, you know, when people kept were leaving uh, at the end of the show, and they kept coming up to me like, "Oh man, I really enjoyed your set. Really enjoyed your stuff. Really enjoyed you." I was like, oh, are you serious? Thank you. And I kept giving them stickers from the podcast because I made I have podcast stickers. And uh, like, oh, yeah, here's the, my website and all that stuff. But uh, I wanted to have something with my actual name on it. So when, when I have shows and audience people come up to me and like, oh, I really liked your stuff. I was like, well, here, make sure you don't forget who I am. And I made stickers to, to hand out. And it's just, uh, it's, they came out so small. This is so fucking ridiculous, dude. 
and, and I was even thinking like I don't, I don't remember even choosing a size you know I was just going through the thing and I was like oh that's a good deal for for stickers and, and uh now I understand why it's such a good deal because these are fucking so tiny dude uh there people are gonna lose them or throw them or they're just gonna fall out of people's pockets uh Jesus. <laughs> the next round, I'll make them a little bit more more bigger, a little bit more bigger. I'll make the proper size uh, for them. But, uh, but yeah, it's just something to give out to the audience members uh, when they're leaving the show. The best thing, the best thing is for strangers to come up to me and say that they enjoyed my comedy set, uh, that they had a good time. You know, because there's a feeling that I feel on stage, you know, in my mind, I could think like, "Oh man, I'm I'm doing good. I'm having fun. They're fucking liking me." But then at any moment, I'm just like, "Oh, I fucking lost them. I lost them, and they don't care anymore, and they're gonna forget all about me, and blah blah blah." But I appreciate it so much when people come up to me after the shows and saying how much they enjoyed it. You know, they're like, "Oh, here's the tiny sticker. Here's a tiny sticker. Here's a tiny sticker. Thank you very much." But, uh, yeah, dude, hopefully I could get rid of these stickers so I could order more, but I bought so many tiny stickers. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I think they're two by two. I think that's what this is. Two by two, just those two by two stickers. It says farts. And then it has my name on it and my social media and then my website on it. That is so tiny. Nobody's going to be able to see, like understand what that is, but live and learn, you know? And had a spinal tap, uh, Stonehenge moment where I was like, "Oh, I've, the size! I forget the size was important. Size matters. Size matters." And uh, on that note, I will check you later. Uh, Twitter, Instagram at your homie Pat, uh, dot com. Uh, check out the Sit Down Dude podcast with my homie Brendan Potter and myself. And uh, thank you for supporting the Pat of the Hell podcast. All right, we'll see you next time. Later. Oh,